0: I'm Samantha Sherris. I'm Virginia Allen. And this is The Daily Signal Top News for Wednesday, March 15th. Here are today's headlines. The San Francisco Board of Supervisors is considering payments of $5 million to every eligible black adult in the city, The Associated Press reports the board met on Tuesday night, where they unanimously supported the idea of reparations. The Associated Press also reports that some other considerations heard on Tuesday evening include the elimination of personal debt and tax burdens, guaranteed annual incomes of at least $97,000 for 250 years and homes in San Francisco for just $1 a family. Raphael Mandelman, who serves on the board, says, Those of my constituents who lost their minds about this proposal, it's not something we're doing or we would do for other people. It's something we would do for our future, for everybody's collective future. John Dennis, who chairs the San Francisco Republican Party, says, This conversation we're having in San Francisco is completely unserious. They just threw a number up, there's no analysis, it seems ridiculous. And it also seems that this is the one city where it could possibly pass.
1: Conservative leaders representing millions of pro-life Americans are joining forces with Alabama Republican Senator Tommy Tuberville to overturn the Defense Department's newly revamped and expansive abortion policies. The Daily Signal's Rob Louie broke this news earlier today. Tuberville is blocking the confirmation of U.S. military flag and general officers, as well as civilian nominees, unless the Pentagon rescinds policies that could lead to a massive increase in the annual number of abortions from approximately 20 to more than 4,000. Now, with the backing of Catholic vote and 23 pro-life conservative leaders, the Alabama Republican has a grassroots army standing with him. The conservative leaders wrote in a letter, The mission of the U.S. military is to provide the military forces needed to deter war and ensure our nation's security, not to pursue an abortion agenda being pushed by the Biden administration and their radical allies on the outside. Signatories include Kevin Roberts, president of the Heritage Foundation, Jessica Anderson, executive director of Heritage Action for America, Marjorie Dannenfelser, president of Susan B. Anthony Pro-Life America, Dr. Ben Carson, former secretary of the Department of Housing and Urban Development, and Tony Perkins, president of the Family Research Council. Rob is also reporting that Senator Joni Ernst, Republican of Iowa, introduced legislation Wednesday, along with 35 of her Senate Republican colleagues, to halt the Pentagon's policies. The Defense Department announced on February 16th it would provide three weeks of paid leave and taxpayer-funded reimbursement of travel expenses for military personnel and dependents who seek an abortion. A study from Rand Corporation estimates the Pentagon's new policies could increase the annual number of abortions from 20 to 4,100 among U.S. servicewomen. Ernst said in a statement to the Daily Signal, the Pentagon should not be mobilized against the unborn. The Department of Defense exists to defend life, not destroy it. Biden's DOD's policy is not just unlawful. It's immoral. Congress has been clear. The Hyde Amendment protects taxpayers from being forced to fund abortions. I will continue to ensure the unborn and your tax dollars are protected.
0: New York Attorney General Letitia James is planning to host Drag Story Hour in Manhattan on Sunday. Families with children are invited to watch the drag performers read books for four hours, National Review reports. In an advertisement for the Sunday event, James says, My office is proud to host a drag story hour readathon. Matt Anter, finance chairman of the New York Young Republican Club, tweeted, Why? Why? What is the purpose of government-funded drag queens for children? To teach tolerance? B.S. Drag is a profession, not a type of person. A profession where adult men do exaggerated female impersonations, often scantily clad with sexual themes. This is not the way.
1: 17 Senate Democrats are encouraging the CEOs of Costco, Walmart, Kroger, and Albertsons to sell the abortion pill Mifepristone. That's according to reports from CNBC. The senators, led by Senator Debbie Stabenow of Michigan and Patty Murray of Washington, wrote a letter to the CEOs saying, We urge you to pursue policies that provide the strongest possible access to the full range of essential health care they need, including Mifepristone, and to communicate clearly to your customers about how they can access this care. CNBC also reports that the companies have not publicly stated yet whether they plan to sell Mifepristone at their pharmacies and that the Food and Drug Administration in January allowed retail drug stores to sell the abortion pill so long as they became certified under a federal program that monitors how the medication is dispensed. The news comes after California Governor Gavin Newsom announced last week that California would not renew a $54 million contract with Walgreens. That's according to reports from our colleague, Kate Trinko. The drugstore chain had said it would not stock abortion pills in 21 states following a sharply worded letter from 20 state attorneys general warning that mailing abortion drugs could violate federal and state laws. Walgreens still intends to sell abortion pills in California and twenty eight other states. But that's not good enough for Newsom, a Democrat who tweeted, "California won't be doing business with at Walgreens or any company that cowers to the extremists and
0: puts women's lives at risk. We're done. Texas Republican Representative Chiproy announced Wednesday that he is endorsing Florida Republican Governor Ron DeSantis for president. Roy, the policy chair of the Freedom Caucus, said in a campaign email obtained by the Daily Signal, it's time for Ron DeSantis to be president of the United States. DeSantis is considered one of the top 2024 contenders, though he has not yet announced a presidential campaign. The Florida governor has drawn the ire of former President Donald Trump, who heavily critiqued DeSantis as recently as Tuesday, comparing him to Republicans Paul Ryan and Mitt Romney, and joking about calling DeSantis Tiny D, according to the Daily Caller. Neither the Trump campaign nor Team DeSantis immediately responded to requests for comment from the Daily Signal. Roy's email states that the next president must be a vibrant and energetic leader with the faith, vision, and courage to chart a new course. Roy writes, America needs a leader who will truly defend her and empower the people against the destructive force of unrestrained government and corporate excess, profligate spending, and woke culture indoctrination. That leader is Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. And last today, but certainly not least, the House Homeland Security
1: Committee hosted a field hearing in McAllen, Texas earlier today. Chairman Mark Green kicked off the meeting by criticizing Democrats who were noticeably absent from the hearing. Green labeled their absence a political stunt. Green also said Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas won't detain illegal aliens because he knows that detention is deterrence. Green also questioned Border Patrol Chief Raúl Ortiz about whether DHS has operational control of the border. Let's listen to what he had to say.
2: Chief Ortiz, uh, does does DHS have operational control of our entire border? No, sir. Okay. Thank you for that. Um, I'd like to share it with the American people. This is the actual definition of operational control that is in the code, written into the code well before I came to Congress, the definition. And I appreciate the honesty of Chief Ortiz. Do you think that uh, – let's play a video clip here. Uh, I just want to share this question Will you testify under oath right now? Do we have operational control, yes or no? Yes, we do. And we have no, operational control of the borders. Yes, we do. And... Chief Ortiz, do you think that uh, Secretary Mayorkas is lying there? Sir, when you talk about operational control, about 10 years ago, we used operational control as a measuring stick of our effectiveness along the southwest border. Uh, my new strategy is geared towards um, uh, mission advantage. So, you, you know, I, I, am asking a very specific question yes, and I, I, you're, you're kind of describing how, how, how the goalpost has been moved because of the mass waves of people that are coming. My question, you heard the secretary, he said, we have operational control. That's the definition Be- of operational control. Based upon the control. definition you have, sir, up there, no.
1: Kenney County Sheriff Brad Coe also testified. Let's take a listen to some of his comments.
2: Currently we're under siege by illegal aliens and smugglers coming through the county trying to get to destinations within the United States. With the current open-door policy, Kenny County has seen a dramatic increase in alien activity. The number of migrants seen on game cameras that I currently have deployed throughout the state, thanks to DPS, are averaging between 160 and 180 people per night that are going through the county unchallenged. That comes up to roughly 60,000 people entered through my county this year. These are also considered godwises by Kenny County because we don't have the resources to go out and track and try to apprehend these people walking through the county.
1: We'll be sure to include a link in today's show notes with the Daily Signal's report on the full hearing.
0: And that'll do for today's episode. Thank you for listening to the Daily Signal's top news. And if you haven't had the
1: chance, be sure to check out our morning show right here in the same podcast feed where we interview lawmakers, experts, and leading conservative voices.
0: Join us tomorrow morning for the Daily Signal interview edition I'll be sitting down with Art Mathias. He's the founder of the group Alaskans for Honest Elections. We'll be discussing ranked choice voting, the importance of election integrity, how big the movement around ranked choice voting is, and what's at stake if Alaska continues down this path.
1: Also, make sure to take just five minutes to subscribe to The Daily Signal wherever you like to listen and leave us a
0: rating and review. We love hearing your feedback. Thanks again for listening. Have a great night, and we'll be back with you all tomorrow morning.
2: The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Louie and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen and Samantha Asheris. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.